As we wrap up our Thursday broadcast from American Dunes, I thought the best way to end our show would be to pay tribute to a true American hero. I've come across stories uh, where men made the ultimate sacrifice, and I talk about young men uh, fighting for freedom, protecting our country, and West Michigan has brought stories to life of David Warson, the Navy SEAL, who was killed in Afghanistan, Brock Buckland, uh, who also uh, was killed overseas, and then at a huge house party. Back uh, about what a month and a half, two months ago, I'm at the home of Lucas Smith in Hudsonville. And his family, friends, and neighborhoods all there were watching, I think, the Giants and the Redskins. And as the night's winding down, I see on the wall a photo of somebody in uniform that looked like it was taken in combat. And I wasn't sure if it was Lucas. And I said, who's that? And he said, that was my brother Ross, uh, who died in Fallujah during Operation Iraqi Freedom. And that was on February 9th, 2006. And then I watched Lucas talk about his brother and some of his friends who were there and family who knew him and the reverence and the pride they had in regards to Ross making the ultimate sacrifice. And I left that home and I dropped a Facebook message uh, to Lucas and I said, you know what, Uh, I I will make sure nobody ever forgets uh, your brother and what he did at the age of 21. So on Veterans Day, I called up Lucas and I said, hey man, come on in. Uh, to the huge studios, and let's talk about your brother. And let me give you a little background to the audience. Corporal Ross A. Smith, age 21, of Wyoming, Michigan, uh, was killed in action on Thursday, February 9, 2006, like I mentioned, while serving his country in Iraq during Operation Iraqi Freedom. He was born on March 4, 1984, and graduated from Wyoming Park High School in 2002. He loved sports and hanging out with his friends, girlfriend, and brothers, He joined the Marines after high school because he wanted to serve his country. This was his third tour of duty in Iraq. He always enjoyed his time on leave so he could spend time with his family and friends, and he looked forward to civilian life and going into business. Ross saw many in his Marine Corps unit injured and killed in Iraq, and he had a tattoo made in their honor. He died on his third tour in Iraq and was three weeks away from his 22nd birthday. He was with the 3rd Battalion, 5th Marine Regiment, Dark Horse, 2nd Marine Expeditionary Force. He was based out of Camp Pendleton, California. Died at the age of 21, IED. And he felt the calling to join the Marines. After 9-11, while he was a junior in high school at Wyoming Park, he never looked back, and he absolutely loved his time in the Marines. He volunteered to go back for the third tour as those were his brothers and who he considered family. He was due to be honorably discharged only months before he was killed. And I want to bring in Lucas Smith, his brother. Uh, Lucas, like I said, lives out in Hudsonville. He's from uh, West Michigan. Tell me about your brother. Uh, For people who have never met him, uh, what type of person was he? Well, the first thing that comes to my head is he was a jokester. Um, and he was, you know, he was able to play around with everybody and sort of make everybody in the room feel comfortable. Brother and I were very close. He was, uh, we were only 14 months apart. So we kind of grew up together, little league. We went to high school together. I only graduated a year before he did. Um, and we were, we were just very close. Lucas, uh, tell me about your brother's mission, uh, to go 
fight for freedom, why he wanted to enter the military. Yeah, he, 9-11 hit, he was a junior in high school. He uh, was very compelled and um, he wanted to join the military. It was kind of his calling, you know, from what he told me. And um, he signed up when he was 17, needed a parent's signature and, you know, 18th uh, birthday hit. He graduated from high school and he literally was gone three weeks later to Marine Corps boot camp and didn't look back. So do you remember that day when he when he told you that he wanted to join the military? I do. We were at dinner. It was him and my mother and father, and he kind of just let it out. And, you know, being a military um, background family with my father having served, my older brother having served, we, uh, you know, he kind of, he, he was he was excited to go. And now your, your family, you know, military, uh, the country means a lot uh, to the Smith family. Uh, even with Ross's death, uh, fighting for freedom, uh, what where, was that instilled by your father? You, know, you talk about your dad. Did he talk to you as you guys were growing up, you and your brothers? He did. He he never pushed us or you know said he would prefer us to join the military. He always just said it was our choice and he would uh, support our choice. Well, and now Ross goes to Camp Pendleton. He goes to basic training. What was the feedback at the time early in his military career? Here's Ross at 17. I mean, 17 year old kid. Uh, what were you, what vibe were you feeling from Ross? He was excited. He was ready to go. If he could have went when he was the day he thought of it, he would have went. So he he goes to basic training. He gets that first tour of duty and combat. And they always say people change after they go to combat. Did you notice a change in Ross? That is one thing I will say about Ross. Um, you know he he came back and he was still he still had the the positive vibes. He still was the jokester. Um, there was a little bit of a, a blank stare at times, um, so he definitely did change. After and the I first think those tour. blank stares are, you know, it's your you're remembering what you've seen. Yeah, the horror of combat. Absolutely. Right? He he didn't talk much about it after the first tour. Um, he actually after his second tour opened up a little bit more, um, and you know had conversations with me and told me some of the stories and you know jokingly told me about some of the things they did. He had lots of pictures, lots of videos, and um, he was proud of what he did over there and what his unit did over there. When you guys have talks about combat after his second tour, because he died just before his third tour ended at the age of 21, but you know, here's Ross now at what, 19, 18, 19, 20, talking about that second mm-hmm. tour of duty in combat. What were those conversations like? Well, I could tell you that he, he wasn't so happy, so happy-go-lucky as he was before. Um, I so think you, you could see a change? 100%. I think the second tour sort of wore on him. He lost a lot of good friends on that second tour, um, you know, as you had mentioned about the tattoo. Um, and to him, those, those guys that he served with were his family. Those were his brothers, and it was, it was hard on him. It really was. How, how many uh, Marine brothers did he lose from his unit? Um, that were really close with him, uh, a good four or five and wow. uh, uh, countless others that were injured that weren't, weren't able to actually go back and serve anymore. And he talked about being in, you know, firefights and there, this, this is war. This isn't a, this isn't a video game. This is war. Right. Yep. He actually, um, was fortunate enough to be able to, to take an iPod with him on one of his tours and, um, took quite a few, um, pictures and had some video and quite, quite a bit of graphic video that obviously you're not going to. You know, showed everybody, but you know he showed to his close friends and family. And again, as he's not changing, but just as war it wears on people mm-hmm. who are there, none of us could ever understand it unless we were side by side with right. somebody right. Uh, in a firefight. Uh, but he he keeps pushing, and he goes. Back. Did he have opportunities to get out of the military? Yeah, he was actually um, scheduled to get be honorably discharged in June of two thousand and six. 
his was unit, the year he died. Correct. His his unit was up to go back, and you know he had the option because he was going to be getting out while they were overseas, um, and you know he could have taken that the six months and just kind of laid back in California and hung out by the beach for six months until he was discharged. Um, decided without hesitation he wanted to go back to his unit. He he was a veteran at the time. Um, in his unit, he had been to two tours already. There was some younger guys coming in, and um, you know he was compelled and he wanted to take care of them. So Ross had the opportunity. He he wasn't forced to go back for that third no. tour of duty. No, not at all. It was it was he, all. He could have stayed there for six months and just gone through the paperwork and yep. uh, you know been done with the Marines. But he wanted to go back. There. That's right. He uh, he was very passionate about it. Did he love his country? Absolutely, one hundred percent. One of the greatest Americans I know. And what made him a great American to you, uh, looking at your brother Ross? I think for me, it was the reasons that he did it. He didn't do it for a paycheck. He didn't do it because he didn't know what else he wanted to do in life. This is something that he always wanted to do. Um, he loved his country. He loved defending. February 9th, 2006. Yes. The Smith family, your mom, your dad, you, you get word that your brother uh, was killed uh, in a firefight, uh, Fallujah. Operation Iraqi Freedom. Uh, is it with the military knocking at the door, just like they show in the movies, just like people have seen time and time again? That part of it is pretty much what you see in the movies. They they had a, a Navy chaplain and a Marine um, walk up to the door, and actually, my father, my mother, and I were um, were sitting at the kitchen table when we heard the knock, and we kind of my dad kind of knew already when he was looking out the kitchen window um, at the Marine and Navy chaplain walking up. Kind of felt it, I think, and we knew. What would your parents say? I, I can grief. I, I can't imagine uh, losing a, a son or daughter I, in any situation. Uh, but uh, what was that like? I mean, when you when you get that news that Ross at the age of 21 was killed in Fallujah. Um, I remember falling to my knees. Um, it, it really felt like a dream. I mean, it didn't seem real at the time. Um, I don't think it, my parents were both in shock. I don't. I don't remember either of them crying right away. Because they didn't believe it. They like, just didn't th- believe this it. This isn't real. Right. He's right. going to be knocking on that door coming home, right? Exactly. Um, and then I think it kind of sinks in, and they're they're hugging us, and they're giving their condolences, and I think it finally hit. And um, honestly, I don't remember. It was kind of a blur after that for a couple months. It was just lots of tears, and um, it was it was tough. Uh, and Lucas Smith, by the way, is joining us here on the huge show across Michigan. His brother, Ross, at the age of 21, and Ross was inspired as a 17-year-old after 9-11 to join the Marines and fight the war on terror and fight for freedom uh, all around the world, three tours of duty and combat, and died at the age of 21. When, we were, when I first met you and you told me the story, and I'd heard Ross's name, uh, but you, you, you still talked about the day he came home. And yeah. the casket and the, and, and the streets were lined and the outpouring of support in West Michigan and how that touched you and your family. Yes, I'll, I'll never forget that. Um, you know, when you're kind of going through the paces of, you know, planning a funeral and um, setting all this stuff up to kind of, you know, bury my brother and, and, you know, you don't really think about everything that's going on around you. But looking back now, it was just amazing, the support and um, all the help we had with everything and the donations and just all the little things that really added up. And, you know, at, after this was all said and done and it had kind of calmed down a little bit, we, we looked back and we're just, we were just so thankful to everybody. And proud of Ross, weren't you? Absolutely. And are, not, not were. I mean, uh, that's not past tense. That's, you know, current conversation. Proud of 
of what he did that his his legacy lives on forever. That's right. You know, the one thing, Luke, is sitting in that living room uh, during our huge house party, and when you started talking about him, and I looked at your friends, I looked at your family, and the reverence that they had for Ross. Mm-hmm. And some guys who had never met him. Right. Because they they, they've learned about Ross in your neighborhood right. from you. That's right. And that says something, because I think a lot of people respect people they've never met who not only serve this country, have served, but the ultimate sacrifice takes it to a whole nother level. I agree, yeah. Yeah, Ross Smith at the age of 21. And on the lighter side of life, uh, before we let you go, Lucas, tell me, you know, something about uh, Ross, where did he have a passion for sports? What what was his passion uh, when he was on this earth? His passion, especially growing up, was was playing pranks on people. And I can tell you, he could set you up like the best of them. It, it was, he made you laugh, though, so you didn't want to fight him. Um, but he could get you. He'd get you good. He's a good prankster. Absolutely. Good jokester. Yeah, he was. Yeah, and his his name will live on. I've talked to a lot of people, the Warson family, uh, the Buckland family, and they don't forget. And, and and that's why I wanted to bring you on air today to sure. tell the story. Because yeah. I told you that day that I will help make sure that people never forget Ross and that I believe it's kind of my job to do that, uh, doing a radio show, and that people, you know, I, I've talked with Dave Warson Sr., and he says, all I want, man, all, all I want is people to never forget what he did. That's right. What he did for this country, not what he did for himself. Mm-hmm. But what David Warson, Ross Smith, Brock Buckland, and a lot of other people uh, did for this country. Uh, yep, that's all that matters. 17-year-old inspired by 9-11. Correct. And he dies February 9, 2006, but his spirit lives on. And Lucas Smith out of Hudsonville. Again, I, I remember walking out of your house, and I got emotional because... You know, fate, destiny, while I'm sitting in your living room and I look up and see the photo and you tell me and I remember the name yep. and it's, you know, I, I know that name somewhere. Yep. Yep. I know that name. Uh, and you tell me and here we are paying tribute to Ross and God bless you and your family and give your mom and dad my best in Florida and yeah. to your wife and your neighborhood. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll keep Ross's legacy living on forever. Thank you, huge. I appreciate it. 